Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with hosts Davin, Charmin, Chris, and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we is, we're very close to the draft. This is very exciting, um, especially as a Jet fan. So, you know, so basically we're about, what, five days away. So this is this is the moment. And we finally is going to come at y'all with our first, uh, our first round, a whole first round draft, mock draft. So we got the first, we got the first pick and Kyle, you have the Jaguars and I, I know Denise is quarterback. There's a lot of these for the Jaguars. So um, you can get to it at the, uh, the player that you pick and why. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll take this layup and to start it off and just, you know, go with the obvious choice right now of um, Trevor Lawrence um, because, you know, since he's been, you know, this, the, the guy to pick for, you know, at least maybe like <laughs> two seasons now with people looking at him and saying he's this generational talent. Um, at this point, I think the, the Jags would, um, would have a lot of pressure on them, even if they thought someone else was a, a more suitable pick, not to go with Trevor Lawrence. So yeah, right there, Trevor Lawrence is the first pick. All right, so that's all right. That's good. That's good. I think we all could could agree to that. Um, the second pick, Chris. You got the Jets. The biggest needs is quarterback, cornerback, um, guard, edge, and and well, I'm not gonna say tight end. Let's let's leave it at them four. But um, we what's the pick? We know our needs. Uh, well, anyway, uh, you know what the the word is, and it seems like it's pointing towards Zach Wilson. So. Uh, the Jets are going to take Zach Wilson here. I don't think it's uh, any kind of secret or anything right now. So we're going to go with Zach Wilson at number two to the Jets. Yeah, um, I think most of us would agree with it, but some people would rather have Justin Fields, but we'll get to Justin Fields soon. Um, the number three pick, which is me, uh, 49ers, biggest needs is quarterback, cornerback, um, defensive line, um, O-line. Um, I this is this is this is the most debatable this is like one of the most debatable picks that I that I ever came across. You know, it was like running to my mind. <laughs> um, you got Justin Fields and not just Fields, but you got Mac Jones. But for me, I'm gonna choose Mac Jones out of Alabama. Um, you can't go wrong. My and the shocking thing is my comparison to him could be Tom Brady. I, and I know it's not, and I know we want to debate this, but we're not going to, it's not no debatable. This is not going to be a debate um, today. Uh, but, you know, my, my pick will be Mac Jones from 40, um, from Alabama to go to the 49ers. Uh, four, we got the Falcons. Um, the biggest needs is the edge, cornerback, um, the O-line, safety, and maybe quarterback. Um, Charmin, you got the pick, so go for it. Um, they have a quarterback right now and Matt Ryan is still on the contract. He's going to be on the contract for the, for the next three years, at least. Um, it is pretty, um, inviting to pick a quarterback here because you have a quarterback literally that probably could only play another four years or five years. Um, you could get somebody 
to be his understudy that has immense talent and in three years could be a starter. I can't, I, I got to go with it. I got to go Trey Lance here. Um, Good move. Trey Lance sits with, with Atlanta for three years and with the ridiculous amount of talent that he has in three years sitting behind Matt Ryan, who is probably one of the gods of quarterback footwork in the NFL, this kid could be one of Atlanta's quarterback for the next 15 years right there. Yeah, and also that that pick is very is very uh option for other teams as well if the Falcons don't pick that pick. So that was that was a very good pick. Um five, uh Kyle, you got the Bengals. Uh biggest needs is O line, edge, wide receiver, tight end, and defensive tackle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With uh this is a tough right now, I guess this would be a tough one for them in this situation because technically you have two of the best players or highest greatest players still on the board with um Penny Sewell and <laughs> Kyle Pitts. Um but I'm going to go with a little bit of a curveball here and do something for the kids and that most teams don't do, but I think should be more of a, a, a staple, especially when they've had success. I'm going to go with Jamar Chase here and wow. match him back up with Joe Barrow. And I think with him and Higgins as their wideouts, it gives them um, a one-two punch that, you know, I think Barrow can um, – benefit for for the next however long you know those guys are playing i think i think you pissed a lot of dolphins fans off with that pick <laughs> um but the next pick is the dolphins so chris uh the biggest need for them is wide receiver edge o-line running back and uh linebacker yeah i think um they probably <clears throat> they were probably upset about not getting chase but I think he just made them happy because now they could take Kyle Pitts. Um, I would think maybe a tackle here too, but Kasul is, you know, he's only 20 years old, you know, to have him protecting your quarterback for the next 10, 15 years is exactly what you want. But Kyle Pitts is just, to me, he's the safest pick of anybody in the draft because he's a tight end, but even if you take the tight end out of him and you just rate him as a wide receiver, he's probably the highest rated or some scouts have him as the highest rated wide receiver in the, in the draft, let alone the best tight end as well. So um, Kyle Pitts, I think is an easy pick for the dolphins here because they moved back up. Remember they made the trade down and then they trade them the trade back up to get back into the sixth position to get a offensive guy, uh, an offensive weapon, excuse me. So uh, I think Kyle Pitts is the easy pick here, even though they, they got a pretty decent tight end, but nothing like Kyle Pitts. They don't have a weapon like this kid. So I think mm. Kyle Pitts is the easy pick here. Okay. All right. So, so far, so, so good. We, we ain't get to the, uh, to the nitty gritty yet. <laughs> um, I guess I'm next seven Detroit Lions, biggest knees, wide receiver, linebacker, safety, cornerback, and O-line. Oh, uh, 
uh, this is kind of well, I don't want to say this is tough, but you have you you could go with two options. You can get you can get Sertan, or you could go with the linebacker Parsons out of Penn State. I think the Lions is gonna is gonna do something here, um, and I think they're gonna go the opposite route and they're gonna draft Jalen Waddle from Alabama. It's gonna be one of the surprise picks. So I think they'll they'll go wide receiver to uh, to give to give golf more um what's that more insurance on the wide receiver. So to give them more help. So I got the Lions with the first surprise pick of the um the year. Uh, so Charmin, you got the eighth pick with the Panthers. The biggest needs is O line, cornerback, wide receiver, safety, and tight end. Pretty simple, at my, in in my opinion here. Um, uh, the depth, the the depth at two of the positions that you mentioned. Uh, one is pretty high, which is in wide receiver. I think the depth at wide receiver is there's a lot of depth at wide receiver, but there's not that much depth at corner and they just happen to be probably two of the best corners uh coming out to pick here and i got jc horn going to carolina here which could which could go either way uh if it's satan or, or horn but yeah that's that's going to be very interesting so so this is where it gets this way it gets real interesting so <clears throat> uh kyle you got number nine with the broncos and the biggest need is quarterback, O-line, linebacker, defensive line, and running back. Yeah, right now as, as a as a Broncos GM, I'm running up there with that card as quickly as possible to select Justin Fields. And I'm looking at it as a, the, a blessing in disguise that he fell this low and we're able to obtain him. So yeah, Dustin Fields. Yep, yep. All right. Um you got we got the number 10 pick, which is the Cowboys, which is our which is our always our favorite team because they make crazy picks. But this is all you. <laughs> this is all you, Chris. So uh, the right. biggest needs. You know what? Their two biggest needs are the two best players on on the board right now. You could either go Sertan easily, or you could get Sewell there because they love to get their tackles. Obviously, Cowboys have been known to have the great offensive line. So, oh man, um, uh, I would think corner is a bigger need at this point. But to get a tackle, a franchise tackle like Penny Sewell, twenty years old, you you just I don't think they were expecting him to drop this far. But um, I, I think they have to take him. I mean, uh, you know, you, you just seen your quarterback break his, break his ankle last year, your franchise quarterback, uh, your franchise running back didn't exactly have his best year last year either. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fortify my offensive line and take Penny Sewell here. Jesus, oh, well, they still need help with the defense. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's going to get crazy. Um, Giants number eleven. Uh, they need his edge, O line, wide receiver, running back, and defensive tackle. I this is this is hard. Um, oh, good. Uh, you know what? Hey, since they need an edge, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Pay. Um, Quitty Petty. Um, plain and simple. Uh, 
they, you know, they they could always need that help on that defense. So I'm I'm just gonna go with the with the safest route on that one. So this is so this is your pick, uh, Sharman, number twelve. Chris said, "Don't disappoint him." Um, the Eagles <laughs> and the biggest need is wide receiver, cornerback, O line, linebacker, defensive uh-huh. line. That's pretty simple, in my opinion. No, um, this is Patrick Satan right here. There you go. Put him, put him across uh, Darius Slay, and there you go. There you go. Mm. <laughs> I like that. All right. Uh, Sharman, you got the 13th pick, and it's the Chargers, which is you got O-line, cornerback, oh. tight end. Well, well uh, you sound like you, you got the pick already, so I don't need to say no more. Go, go right ahead. <laughs> Um, at this pick, I am, I think I will go with, even though they said, you know, they were kind of keen on the guy that they have playing there. Um, I can't see passing on, um, Rashawn Slater at this point. Uh, you know, they, they, they have a guy that they said that they were looking at to play, um, play left tackle, but to me, the type of talent that Slater is, um, I think that be like a, a real good piece just to kind of solidify things for them, you know, with that, with that old line. So yeah, I'm gonna go Slater at 13. All right. Um, the Vikings at 14, Chris, you, the uh, biggest news, O-line, edge, safety, linebacker. I don't know why they put quarterback, but that's that's not a need as of right now. But go right ahead, Chris. Yeah, um, I, I'm probably going to make the pick that a lot of Jet fans are not going to like. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you said it. Interior offensive line is a, is a big need for them, and the best one is still there. A guy we wanted to drop a little bit and maybe possibly moving up to get. But right here, I think the Vikings could take uh, Barrett Tucker. Swing mm. him around, you could get him in guard. You could even could even play tackle as well. So right, that's a pick there for me. Right. All right. Oh, Jesus. Uh, why do I have to pick him? I felt so sick in my mouth when, when I saw the 15th pick is the New England Patriots. Uh, <laughs> the biggest need. The quarterback, uh, wide receiver, cornerback, uh, linebacker, defensive line. Um, I don't even think this man has been picked yet. Um, if I if I know, it has Parsons. Parsons haven't been picked yet, right? No, unfortunately. Wow. <laughs> um. So yeah. So since they need a linebacker, um, I'm I'm actually going to go with Parsons going to going to this team. You know, very speedy. Uh. Lord Jesus. Um, I know a couple of people said he's, he, he looked like he's on steroids. I guess they, you know, the whole Penn State looking like they on steroids. But, um, but you know what? New England, New England will probably be like this guy. So I, I would go with Parsons. The play is safe. But we, we could talk about the rest after after we done. Um, you got Arizona uh, Shaman. And you, apparently, you know, the needs cornerback. Uh, wide receiver. I don't think they need wide receiver too much, but O line safety and uh, running back. Well, which they just got James Conner, but go right ahead. With the departure of Patrick Peterson, it's, this is pretty simple. 
Um, there is two. There is two guys that have injury questions here, right there on the on the board, uh, in corner mode. Um, but they got to pick somebody. Um, they could move uh, that kid, um, Byron Murphy, to play to play slot. Have Robert Alfred play on the other side, and then they pick Caleb Farley. Right here, number sixteen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, we know he's still he's still first round material, but you know, just like you said, uh, this was not this was basically not an easy thing. Um, but so yeah, so far so far so good. I mean, not a little bit of surprises. Um, Kyle, you got the the Raiders, Lord Jesus. Um, O line, <laughs> safety, linebacker, defensive tackle, cornerback, and good good luck with this pick because we we know. That they the last two years under Gruden, they made some surprising picks. But go right ahead. Yeah. Um I'm not I like I said from just looking at the team, I'm the pick I'm gonna make shouldn't be so surprising in terms of just the caliber of players and what I think he can help with the team. They're probably not gonna do this or even have this on their mind, but um I'm going with the, the the beast from Notre Dame and Jeremiah Gomara. Um, I think because also they, I know they didn't resign um, Morrow as of yet to be that that cover linebacker. And to me, I think you know Jeremiah with both the skill set to the cover and to um, play the run. I think he would definitely be. Uh, uh, welcome addition to that that defense that they have over there. All right, and um, Chris, you got the Dolphins. I think I think you had the Dolphins before, but the Dolphins again. Yeah. Go, go right ahead. Um, they could definitely use a receiver, and you got Devontae Smith sitting there. Not a bad deal. They could use an edge. Jalen Phillips is there. Um, running back, man. They're in such a good spot. They've, they've put themselves in such a, uh, man. Uh, it's, it's a one-win situation. Yeah, I, I, I can't lose here. So I, I'm going to give them Devontae Smith. I mean, make that offense just amazing. You know, adding Kyle Pitts earlier and now the Heisman Trophy winner back-to-back <laughs> -back in the first round. I mean, amazing, but they did it. <laughs> So, right. I think I think it will tick off a lot of us AFC East uh, fans as well <laughs> that yeah. they that they got Kyle Pitts and one of the best wide receivers in in coming out of college. It's crazy. This is crazy. Um, we got Washington football team. Oh Jesus. Um, o line, linebacker, tight end, defensive back, and quarterback. Oh Lord. Uh, this is tough because I'm hearing um, about Kellen Mond. Uh, being the sixth quarterback to come out this draft, I know I'm not going to make no crazy <laughs> accusations where people, you know, come and be like, "Why, why you? No, why you chose this player?" No, I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm actually going to go with the kid from Tulsa, um, Collins, Zavin Collins from Tulsa. Um, you know, they still need a little. They defense is good, but they can use that little little help. So. Basically, uh, that's my pick for for Washington. 
Uh, Sharman, you got Chicago Bears. Um, let's see, the Bears' needs are quarterback, of course, O-line, wide receiver, well, wide receiver, yeah, maybe a number two, um, defensive back and edge. Okay, so the, two, the top two tackles are gone, right? Yep. Slater. Uh, best one now is Darasaur and Jenkins are left. There you go. It's in Darasaur. Mm, you, right. you allow 36 sacks and rank 21st in the ads per carry last year. So, yep. Oh. Christian Darasaur to the Chicago Bears. There. All right. All right. Uh, Kyle, you got the 21st pick with the Colts, and their biggest need is. It's, they say O line, but I don't believe it. Um, edge, tight end, cornerback, and D line. Um, <clears throat> this one, it gets tougher. It gets tougher now. So <laughs> yeah, with this particular one, um, I am going to go with. I'm, I'm struggling between two guys right now. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to help them out in their secondary and take a guy that I think that can be a defensive presence for them for the next maybe 10 years, barring any injuries. And the fact that they whiffed on the last guy they drafted. And I'm going to go with... Um, Trayvon Morick here, because um, I said they, the last safety they got just didn't pan out for them. And I think um, this guy, he has the stuff to um, to really be the building block for them on that on that back end of the defense. Hmm. Um, all right. Yeah. Interesting pick. So Chris, you got the Titans at twenty-two. Um, Denise is O-line, wide receiver, cornerback. Tight end, safety. Uh, I was going to go one of two ways. I was thinking of a corner here, but Newsom is the, the top one right now, and I don't know if I want to pick him this early. Another big need for them, obviously. They lost Davis to us. Um, and to me, Bateman is – that's like another version of Davis. Um, so I think Bateman's a good pick here for me. They, they need a – they need a receiver to replace Davis. So I'm going to take Rashad Bateman here from Minnesota. All right. Oh, Lord. I'm, 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 I'm on the spot. Um, I, 23, I got the Jets. And this is one of the spots I really don't want to have because I don't want to piss a lot of people off. Um, and I don't want people to say this is this is like a, a shot. Um, Lord Jesus, it's tough. This is tough. Vera Tucker is gone. Um, Joe Douglas didn't trade up. Uh, Lord, Lord Jesus. I know Shaman would like to trade down in this scenario. Um, I would like to trade up, but since it's just a, a straight one, uh, Lord Jesus. Uh, I'm going to go with the kid from Georgia, the edge. Um, how you pronounce his name? Ojulari? Ojulari. I said it right? I said it right? Yeah. Yep. Ojulari, I'm gonna go with the edge. Um, I know, I know this is, I know this is not the, the best pick. There's maybe a lot of them guys don't don't belong in that in that 
first round, but I figured we finally get our edge guy and and there there it go. So that's that's my pick. Uh Shaman, you got Pittsburgh. And you and let me see. The needs for Pittsburgh will be running back, O line, edge, cornerback, and linebacker. Yeah, this is pretty simple too, man. Uh the best remaining tackle on the board is Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins to the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. They have a big need at tackle right now. All right. We almost we're almost down. So we we moving right along. It's, it's getting tougher. Um Kyle, you got the Jaguars again, 25. Yeah. I said they have a <clears throat> so they have a host of um needs, I guess, with all the Different changes they've gone through. Um, I I think I'm going to since we've got Lawrence there in the first um, pick. I think I'm going to go on the defensive side of the ball for this one, and I'm going to take who I believe would be the the best pass rusher remaining on the board right now and select uh, Jalen Phillips to help out that, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. All right. All right. Sounds good. Um, of course, we got the, we got the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Chris is on you. Uh, edge, cornerback, linebacker, defensive tackle, and offensive line. Yeah. Uh, one of two, I one of two I was thinking of right here. I'm still deciding. Uh, for the edge, I was thinking away from Penn State, or I was going interior defensive line because that's another need for them, and it would have been Christian Barmore here. Um, I'm going to go with away because I think um, – What's his name is probably gonna miss some games, so I think Oway would be great here. So um, I'm gonna go with J- Jason Oway, the edge out of Penn State. All right, um, I got the next pick, which is 27, which is Baltimore, and Baltimore needs his edge, O line, D D line, safety, wide receiver. Now, didn't the Ravens sign? This is a quick question. Didn't the Ravens sign Sammy Watkins? Yes. 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 All right. Um, I think it's still a need because Sammy Watkins is, you know, at the end of his career and we don't know if he's, you know, he's going to get injured or not. Um, I, I know this is a shot, but I think this is the right move. I'm going to go with Kadarius Tony. Um, if I said, what I said his name, Mike, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Kadarius Tony out funny. of Florida. Um, this is a guy that I think we all fell in love with maybe for second round. Um, but this is not a this is not a, a bad shot at all for the Ravens. That's a must need to, to help out uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, you can't can't run the ball forever. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Kadarius Tony out of Florida. Uh, Sharman, you got 28, which is the Saints. Which this was very interesting. Um, I don't know if they still in cap trouble, but uh, you got. Cornerback, wide receiver, D-line, linebacker, tight end. There is no corner on the board right now that I would pick for the Saints, which I think they need corner because Marshawn Lattimore is not the same guy. 
and they have a 32 year old guy that's that plays across from him. But I don't see. Hmm, this is this is this is the way in between um, getting a corner here, getting a wide receiver, and I think you, I think they could pick a wide receiver lower down, but I don't think they could get that kind of corner talent that they would need here. So I would go with Greg Newsom the third here for the Saints. Mm. I thought Greg Newsom was gone. They didn't is didn't he gone? Bear, I think no. the bear, no, who's is he not gone? Greg Newsom? No. no, no okay, okay, okay. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. I'm sorry about that. All right. All right. So Greg Newsom, got you. Got you, Sammy. My apologies. Um Kyle, you got 29 um Packers uh cornerback D-line O-line linebacker wide receiver okay for me here um I would say based on the fact that um they just lost their you know one of their main O-line guys in um in the offseason you know um with Lindsay um I think for me, I would try to fill that hole as quickly as possible. And here I would select um, Landon Dickerson to hopefully take over the reins that um, that Lindsay left. Mm. Okay. Okay. The last three picks left. Uh, Chris, you got the butt, you got the bills. Um, edge, cornerback, tight end. Running back, O-line. Uh, they've been looking for her running back for a few years now. They've, they've drafted a couple of guys. Uh, they haven't exactly panned out, I think, the way they've liked to. So with Najee Harris sitting there, I, I think it's a, it's an easy. Oh, Lord. Please, please. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, not Najee. All right, all right. So you got Najee. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Jesus, I just threw up in my mouth with, with all the good picks that uh the AFC East teams got. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so but um okay, so we changing it to the Chiefs uh, because of the big trade that happened recently. So it's the Ravens pick thirty one. Yeah. Oh Jesus, um oh this is this is like for the Ravens for me. It's kind of, it's kind of, I want to say kind of tough because you don't know what to expect, I guess, I would, I would say, um, that's, that's tough. Oh, oh Lord, this is, I'm, I'm sitting here like <laughs> going crazy. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with the kid from, uh, from Penn State. They do they do need an edge, right? For what I saw. Yes. Um, I'm going with the kid from Penn State. Um, Jason, what's his how you say his last name? Owa? I, I, I got him already. No, you see no, Owa. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he went to Cleveland. Got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. Um what about JOK? Is JOK chosen yet? Yes. JOK. We, we, we make it uh Jeremiah Owa yeah, yeah, okay. I'm at, making um, sure that the yeah. whoever's chosen is just all right. Yeah, I picked him at 17 to the Raiders. What what about Carlos Basham Jr.? Nope. Basham's available. Okay, got you, got you, got you. I'm just making sure. That's why I'm like, 
Pick, yeah. Picking the brain here. All right, I will go with Carlos Basham Jr. from uh, Wake Forest. Wow. That's a, yeah, this is this is going to be a, a, a subliminal shot, but they, they do need an edge. Um, and Gakwe is gone. Uh, they don't have too many, I don't think. So I, I would I would take one of those one of those shots. Um, and then the last one, Charmin is thirty two, which is uh the Tampa Bay Bucks. <laughs> they can pick. Yeah. It. <laughs> they they and, need and, and they, I have a surprise they, pick for that one. So yeah, but go go right ahead, Charmin. They need almost they need almost nothing. But the <laughs> one issue that they have is that none of their offensive linemen. Uh, all tackles assigned after 2021. So you would think that it would be the perfect place to insert a talented tackle that could learn from a senior guy and probably not even start this year, start next year. Um, but even if they needed him to sign, to send a, um, somebody like uh, Liam Eikenberg out of Notre Dame. Mm. All right, and that's it. <laughs> and that's the first, and that's our first round mock draft. I think, I think, I think it's. I, I didn't expect it to go fast, fast the way how it did because I thought maybe the twenty to thirty two would be a brain scramble, but we still got that together. So, all right, let's let's go with the let's go with the surprise surprise pick here. Um, now that we got that first round round mock out the way, let's let's do any player to which team. Any surprises? I'll start it off with you, Chris, and then Charmin, then Kyle, then myself. Go, go right ahead. I, I, I have four that I was, I was gonna debate. Obviously, go, go, go for it. Go for it. If you, right. if you name more four, go, go for all four. All right, I'll start off quick. Number five, Cincinnati. It, it was, it was debatable either way, so I'm not saying it was, it was the wrong pick. But I would have, I, I, I'm definitely protecting my asset, my quarterback. So I would easily go Sewell, at, in that spot. But I, I get the other, I get the chase pick. No doubt. It makes a lot of sense too, because they could use a, a receiver as well. But I'm looking to protect the guy, especially after what happened last year and getting hurt. Uh, the Lions, I just read earlier, they're not out of the quarterback market right now. So they're still looking for a quarterback. So when Fields landed to them at seven and not to take them, I know they have Goff. But they made that trade more for the picks than for Goff, you know, when when they when they traded for him, you know, with the Stafford deal, uh, they got the the first round picks for him. Um, but if Fields is there, just like you know, uh, the next pick with um, with Denver, when you guys took um, Fields for Denver, made total total sense. So that's why I think the Lions should have took Fields because Goff is not the I don't think he's the final answer there. Arizona. Uh, who'd we pick? Uh, you took Farley. the corner, right? Charmin took the, the corner. Farley, great pick, obviously. A huge, um, huge, um, huge risk, huge reward, obviously. I'm not putting down the player, but I heard that they're big in, they're heavy into improving uh, the offense for uh, Kyla Murray and wanted to get him a receiver early on. So, when Devontae Smith was there, I, I, I would think that they would have picked Devontae Smith. But, and then the, uh, I, I think the Saints, the Saints need a receiver too. Um, and you had Elijah Moore sitting there for them. I, I would have, I think I would have went there because you could see that they were kind of limited 
the last couple of years. Maybe that was Breeze also, but they had no deep threats on that team the last couple of years. So getting Elijah Moore, maybe that would have opened them up a little bit, but still not a bad deal. I mean, you still got Newsom. They still need a corner. So definitely feel the need. That That's just my few issues. So I'm not insulting anybody, I hope. I don't think that's an insult. I think I think it's actually just speaking of what we saw and, and what we heard and basically also the need. So I think it could it can happen. I think yeah. it could happen at that. Like I said, after them first three picks, anything is possible at this point. Definitely. <laughs> no doubt. So I was, right I was I was surprised that Tevin Jenkins ended up falling where he fell. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a surprise for me. That was an easy pick for me. That was easy pick for uh, um, Horn going to Carolina for me. That was an easy pick for me because they they literally um, they have talent. They have guys there, but they're so inconsistent. One of the reasons why they were they had issues winning games where they I think they lost like five games in uh, with less than three points last year. Um, that's a that's a not only an offensive issue but also a defensive issue, um, but um, that was that was two of the surprise surprising picks for me. The fact that the edges didn't stay, um, didn't fall lower was a, also a surprise for me. Uh, with the more talented edges, um, the fact that both Parsons and JOK got picked so high was also a surprise for me. All right, ahead, Kyle. Um, I would say only, there's only really two, I would say, I think right now that I can think of that stuck out to me, um, which the first one was, would have been the fourth pick with Atlanta taking Trey Lance. Um, the only reason why I say that pick, not because of talent wise, like I can definitely see, um, you know, Trey being there and, and learning under Orion. But my only thing with it would be more so from a financial standpoint, because at that point, you're basically losing almost two years, possibly three years of his contract to, you know, um, you know to have Ryan play ahead of him. So from a financial standpoint that you, you lose out some of the, the early years of which you could have been developing him and um, using that, you know, early money to address other parts of the team. And I said with them, I know they already have, um, you know, cap issues with some of the, the bigger names that they, are, they have on the, um, on the roster. So that would be my, that's the only reason why I would, um, you know, maybe not go with that pick there. And the other one for me would have been uh, the Jets at 23. And though Ojolari, you know, in college was definitely a, uh, a handful in terms of, you know, his pass rush ability. Um, I can't see them not going O-line here, especially when uh, Jenkins was still on the board, you know, because, you know, with the new quarterback, you want to give them as much protection as possible. So I, my, my particular thing, I would probably would have went 
Jenkins there instead because I can see picking up Edge a little bit later, especially since we we built up um, the defensive line so much um, in the offseason. Yeah, I thought basically I thought Ozzy Newsom was going. I don't know where. I think my brain was in 15 places, and I was just like, damn. And I thought Sharman chose them already, and I was messed up. Because that's who I would have went with, basically. Like, you know, they need a cornerback. Um, I wasn't too surprised, but I do have more of a of a prediction. And I think the Jets was going to trade up that 23rd pick to get that guy, to get that guy that they want. Um, who is it? I don't I don't know. Hopefully it's a need more than a need, but um Pittsburgh, I think they would go more of a running back with Najee Harris. Um, and I was thinking the Bills get uh, the other guy, Etienne. Uh, I, it's just, it's just to me, it's just more of, more of like, damn, when it hits that twentieth pick, when it hits that twentieth pick, like the brain is lost. Like you know, to me, the brain is lost. Like if you don't know your your stuff, then it's like, where where are you gonna go from there? You know. So, I think it was very interesting of the picks. Um, and for the Jets, let the, we know it's going to be um, Zach Wilson. Like, let's uh, do we have any final predictions for that twenty third pick? Uh, I think uh, if if there is a trade up for me for the Jets, I think it's not going to be too high up. You know, I think it's going to be after after sixteen, after seventeen, because anything higher than that, if you get into the top fifteen, top twelve picks you're going to have to give up a first round pick somewhere and, and more. So, and I'm not sure if Joe Douglas is willing to give up that much for let's say, and I think it's only for one of two players that he's looking to trade up for. Um, I think it's Vera Tucker or Jenkins in my mind. Um, and I think what he did, this is just my guess. This is my thoughts here is that he spoke to the guy, you know, the teams from say, 18 to 20, 21, 22, around there, and said, hey, if, if, if you know, if we come, if, if, this, if the player that we like drops to you, can we work out a trade? And I'm sure they were like, yeah, sure. And they probably worked out some kind of, a, you know, compensation for those, for that pick. And not that it's official or anything, but, you know, they at least they, they started the dialogue for it. But I don't think he's going to go too high because, once you start getting into high, I know he's got the picks to do it. So I know he's got, you know, he's got the extra picks, but he also likes to build through the draft. So he likes those, he likes having those extra picks to pick players. So I could see him moving up a few spots um, as a possibility and also trading down. If, if, if something doesn't work out, whether the guy doesn't drop low enough that they can trade up for, or even somebody that doesn't, fold to them at 23 that they like at that spot, they might trade down too. So I, I think there's options, you know, I, that's the one great thing with the jets, with that pick that there's a lot of options either way up, down, stay there and, and draft a guy, you know? So that's, that, that's my mind about, you know, that's my thoughts about it. For the, for the 23rd pick, my, my thing is um, value is king. Um, if 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 it's gonna play out the way we think, where it's gonna be um, tackle, uh, offensive tackle, uh, cornerbacks and quarterbacks going heavy in the top at least top twenty picks, with probably 
uh, two of the major linebackers and at least one or two of the edges going before us, that whichever pick at 23, if we don't trade up, um, it's going to be value. It's going to be, we can't just reach for a, a offensive lineman just because we need an offensive lineman. It's got to be valuable. Um, so it's got to be either corner if somebody falls to us or the possibility of probably trading back um, or getting an impactful player like an edge if there's somebody like a Jalen Phillips still on the board or something like that. Whichever that pick's got to be, it's got to be an impactful player and it's got to be valuable to the team. Yeah, I would say um, just like I guess what Rickers was saying in terms of the trade-up, if, you know, someone falls into, I said maybe that mid-team area, um, my, the team that I think I would probably look out for would have been the Cardinals based on the fact that um, I think they only have um, maybe like five, no, not five. They have, I think they only have like six picks this year and half of them are in the 200s. So um, them being able to move back to a 23 and maybe pick up, you know, uh, a third or, or fourth rounder in the process, um, I can see them as being a target, you know, for a move up. Yeah, because as far as any of the other teams, um, I think, like you were saying earlier, that Douglas would want the pick. So I think those other picks might be a little bit too much, too pricey, um, especially depending on who's on the board um, to to trade up to to get someone. I mean, if you if it's a trade down, like what's that price going to be? Is it going to be a second and a third rounder? <laughs> you know, like I like basically Joe Douglas already reads my mind. I feel I feel like when when it comes to trades, um, if you want to trade down, like are we going to get a late first rounder, another late first rounder with a second rounder, or first round a third round? Who knows? But I like. At that point, is how value will that twenty third pick be if you're trading down? I think it depends on how far down you're going to trade down. You know, like if it's only a few spots, you know, you might pick up a, a two or a three. Um, if somebody from, let's say, if it's somebody in the second round wants to move up to us, like let's say the Rams, right? The Rams or the Seahawks both have no first round picks, or the Chiefs. Great point. If one of those teams want to move up, then I could see it being a, a higher value pick. But let's say if uh, let's use the Ravens, they're picking. I don't think they wanted to, but let's say the Ravens, they're picking 31st now. Right um, now. Oh, no, they're actually picking. All right. They're picking the 27. Let's say if yeah, they got 27 and 31. Right. Let's say if they want to move up from 27 up to our spot. Right. I don't know if they're going to give up that much because it's only what four spots. So maybe a second rounder, maybe a third rounder to move up. But the real value is if a team from the second round that wants to move up, that's where the bigger value comes. And that's also not just a bigger value to move up, but that's also a bigger risk for us to move down because now we're going to be missing, you know, our next pick after 23 is what 34. So we're going to have 11 spots until our next pick. So 
I think he's got to take all that. Obviously, he's going to take all that in, into consideration. So um, it's 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 going to be good. It's going to be like a chess match, basically. Um, and it's going to come down like like Shaman said too. Value, who's there? Who can we who can we trade up for if we have to? Who's going to fall to us? Like this draft, Jenkins fell to us. I think if Jenkins falls to us, we got to thank our lucky stars and say, okay, let's you know we got this guy. Boom, you know without a doubt. So um, it, it's really going to be how those top 15, 17 picks work out because that's where after 17 maybe is where we might be able to move up and without giving up a lot for it. Um, you know, so it's, we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll definitely see by 15 what uh, Joe Douglas is going to do. Cause if, if a guy keeps falling, like if Tucker for some reason keeps falling, then he's going to be like, all right, you know what? I'll give up that extra pick, two picks, maybe three picks for this guy, you know, cause that's who I want. Oh, all right. Um, and and we we know we never talked about well, well we always talked about a thirty fourth pick but if it was up to you this last question of the day if it was up to y'all who would who would y'all want to pick at that thirty four and why it would be a linebacker for me um, if 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 twenty three is going to be concentrating on getting somebody elite at interior offensive line and that's what happens then is either I'm waiting for a corner to fall for me or a linebacker. That's, that's who 34 would be for me. Um, because it all depends on what we ended up, end up doing at 23 and how the board falls after that. But uh, linebacker would be one and corner. I mean, corner would be one and linebacker would be two for me. Uh, because like I, I stated before, um, cornerback, um, talent is kind of top heavy and there's not really it, it's not that deep talent wise especially for what we need uh linebacker is way top heavy too but we could get um we have the linebacker whisperer as our coach so you know we could probably get a talent that's slightly above average guy and then he could turn into somebody that he, that's serviceable in his scheme so uh corner probably be my number one target for me um that, i just kind of like the same way charman was saying depending on where um what that 23 pick is um if it's um o-line or corner um i would say the 23 spot for me would um either be identical in terms of the, the position in linebacker um, or uh, O-line. And the two guys that, to me, I would have, um, would be happy with that, that spot would be either um, Creed Humphreys or um, Jabril Cox. Chris? Yeah, I, um, I, I, like, the, I like going linebacker there. That, that's not bad. Um, it really depends again, on what happens with 23, if 23, and what if we go corner at that spot, you know, if we go corner at that spot, then it turns into the offensive line uh, pick there too, as at 34, maybe, um, 
maybe one of the centers we, we grab there. Maybe one of the, if one of the guards falls there, um, that's the other choices. And what if, what if one of the top running backs falls there? I, I, I personally wouldn't, but they might value that as a choice there too. If one of them sneaks down, like right now, ETN is going to make it out of the first round in, in our mock draft, right? Yeah. Harris doesn't, but ETN does. So if he's there and we got the offensive line already at 23, that might be a choice, you know? Mm. Um, but I definitely that, I, that would I like, be a dream for me, but yeah, go, go right ahead. But that's not the, the, most, like, the most neat. Yeah, I, I agree with the linebacker choice, but again, it depends on what we get at 23. Um, and then maybe even uh, an edge at, at 34 also. You know, if, if the right edge is there, you know, if Phillips falls, if if Ojolari falls, I doubt it, but if Quiddy Pay is there, you know, if one of those guys falls and it might happen, you know, you, you can't say no to them. You know, you just gotta like, man, the value is too good there. So and he loves his edge. I mean, he was saying that in the, the press conference too. So um I think there's a lot of options there. It really depends on how the first round goes to what that 34 pick is gonna be. Yeah, I think, but you know, what's so very exciting about this draft is that one of them guys is going to fall to us. One, one, one team is going to make that mistake, and the mat in in the football gods is going to be with us. <laughs> I'm, I'm guaranteeing that right now. I'm guaranteeing it from here for me. One of them players is going to fall to us, and we're going to be we're going to be some happy people on Thursday. Watch, 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 watch what I say. But other than that. That's it for our podcast. Make sure to follow us at Just Fans Podcast. Um, like our Facebook page, NY Just Fans. We do this for y'all every week. Until next time, we take a flight. Take flight. Yep.